0: How was Bikram? It was hot. (laughs) And it was thundering. Are we going? No. Okay, good. um, It thundered, yeah. It was actually really awesome because during Savasana, they opened the door. So I gave myself like the two-minute lie out and then I went outside.
1: smells so good.
0: It smells so good. It's like heavenly. I looked down at myself to see if I was steaming.
1: (laughs) Smoke is coming off of you.
0: Well, I mean, they have this like crazy weird contraption that pumps in humidity. It's, I don't, I don't know that's a humidifier. I don't know. It's a reverse humidifier. No, I mean, it's like steaming out because it's so dry here that it can be very hot, but you're not sweating because it's not.
1: Yes. It's dry heat. It's a
0: dry heat. It's hot, but it's a dry heat.
1: I'm Jacques De Sita. I'm Andrea, and we're podcasting. We are. We um. We are actually podcasting on a very auspicious day today. Did you know that? Uh, nope. <laughs> this is the day that the Buddha gave his first teachings. Oh. So every all the merit gets accumulated and amplified today. I think it's like a hundred million times.
0: So how often? Is it like July 21st that it does No, that? it's like
1: the fourth, you know, yeah. t- week of the month of the Tibetan calendar. That's what I was wondering. It's, so it does change.
0: Yeah. So it's like, and is there a Tibetan calendar
1: app? Or? Yes, there is. Of course. Oh. <laughs> yeah, let me pull it up. <laughs> There's, um, I should get that. The Druk calendar. You spell that? D- UK calendar. D-R-U-K. Yeah. So um, I don't want to say the, ni- the word wrong, but it's Chokur Duchen. And that's the, the day that the Buddha gave the first teachings. And it's very significant because when he reached enlightenment, he didn't teach right away. Yeah. He was like, I can't, I can't teach you. Yeah. Because it won't, I won't possibly be able to capture it essentially, right. which in itself is a teaching. Yeah because it kind of already says all the teachings.
0: You already have all the teachings.
1: Right. And (laughs) that what he's like, what he's trying to express can't be expressed in words. Right. So that's really powerful. Um, So one of the, what happens is he gets requested to teach and that's a tradition that's really powerful and a really applicable energy, I think, to all of our lives. Yeah. Because if you don't ask for something, you are never going to receive it. Right. You're just it's you might end up in the right place at the right time by accident where someone else made the request. But um like Goody Jaggett used to say this all the time. She's like, you know, it's not a lack of supply, it's a lack of demand. No yeah. one it people aren't demanding the um the teachings enough, not like looking for them enough. Right. And so there's more than enough to go around, but what are you, what's your engagement with it? What are you requesting?
0: Well, and do you think it's just because people don't know they exist? What to request? Or what to request?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's um, it's a big piece of it because knowing what to ask yeah, is way more than half the battle, right?
0: Yeah. Well, we, we talk about that a lot when we're talking about intentions. Like, what do you want? What do you want? And you okay. and I have seen how, how specific the wording can be and and can come back to you in the specific wording that you said. Yeah.
1: What was the one I shared with you yesterday? It was, um, from three years ago. Yeah. So tw- during 2020 during,
0: it was like space for a pool or something. Yeah. I,
1: I wrote down, it was a new moon or something. Let me find it. Did I text it to you?
0: It was a photo, I think.
1: Anyway, I just wrote it very frankly. I was like, I'd want I want to move to Sedona. I want to have the perfect house with um with a pool or space for a pool. And <laughs> and I wrote that a sacred space for the palace on our own property. Yeah. Which we sure got. We sure got. Like unmistakably so. Yeah. I also wrote that I wanna write. A Kundalini Yoga book, Uh which I'm currently working on. Basically, and I'm like, okay, yep, there it is. That's funny too, how that book is sort of writing itself. Oh, it's already written. It's literally in my aura. I was telling someone, someone's like visiting from out of town, and like he's like doing all these events and stuff, and I'm like, I. I have to just lock myself in a room right now and like give birth to this thing that has been hanging in my aura. Mm. Cause it's like, it's so loud at this point. I cannot ignore it. It's like, this is the moment. Yeah. And now you just put it down on paper. Like I'm all, I mean, I have 50 pages of like just writing. Yeah. I have something like 30 Kriyas and meditations that, you know, I'm, I'm picking my favorites. I'm picking the ones I like, I'm, you know, this is, this is a book of, through my relationship to the teachings. Yeah. And it's the book I wish I had. Yeah. And that's part that's of it.
0: that's one of the teachings is yeah. teach the teach the class you wanna take. Yeah. Write the book you wanna read. Right. So I was listening to someone, an actress I used to know, and she's like she's got a actually a fictional podcast, I don't know what they're called, like a theatrical podcast I guess. And she's talking about her writing process and she was like, you know, it's not like oh I'm so special I'm writing, it's like, no, you're not special. You're listening. Mm. And I loved that because it was like, where does the idea come from?
1: <laughs> who's running this? <laughs>
0: you know.
1: Yeah. I think anyone who's being creative on this planet knows that they're working with something much bigger yeah. than themselves. Yeah, And it even goes as far as, have you ever seen where multiple people get the same idea at the yes. same time? Yes. I've had, I've experienced this phenomena in my own life. Yeah. And sometimes it comes in so hot for me where I like, I'll, I'll feel the idea. And I'm like, I know that like a hundred to even maybe a thousand people just got the same exact idea. Yeah. And if I don't act on it, it's just going to move on to the next person. Like it's going to be their problem or whatever to do this thing, which is fine. Sometimes I don't want to do it. You know, it's like, um, Gary Vee says it, he's like, if you, ha- he's like, i I have a, I have a thousand ideas that will make you millions of dollars, but I don't need anyone to sign an NDA because, you know, execute, execute it. Like yeah. no one's going to, who's going to actually do it. Exactly. And, um, I think this is a good transition into our favorite doer of all time, <laughs> which is good. Yeah. Our mentor. Yeah. And she, we're coming up on the two-year anniversary of her passing, yeah. And um, we really want to honor her, yeah, and thank her, and not get emotional about it.
0: No, I think. Well, I mean, we might, and whatever. Um, you know, she she did so much for me in her life, and she did so much for me in her death. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And she was just a force of nature. She was I force. mean, you know, talk about like just grabbing the idea and running with it. Yeah. Like nothing. Like 10 stop minutes her. before
0: showtime. <laughs> Quick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And when you're in the field of someone who is just grabbing life that way, it's so intoxicating and inspiring and enlivening.
0: Yeah. And you know, in our one of our podcasts, we were talking about you know who, who does she think she is, that whole. Because you you see someone, pulling it off, doing the thing that you've been telling yourself forever that you couldn't do. I or, can't do that till oh, I'm I don't know in my fifties or sixties. Get or all my ducks yeah. in a row first. <laughs> I mean, I was first drawn to her. I stumbled upon her. Didn't wasn't looking for her. And I found her, and I had just come out of a training with a different group of women and a different leader and it was a it was a great experience. It was definitely kind of a gateway for me into just seeing what's out there like what are what's what's available and we did Kundalini yoga every morning and so I did a lot of Kundalini after that, and then the studio I went to closed, and then i um I found her. And the thing that I was so impressed with was she would just say things. It wasn't like, there's some teachers, there's some people you go to and you have questions and they don't give you the answer or they don't speak frankly to you. They'll, they sort of dance around or they give you these little riddles of the Sphinx and you're kind of like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) can you? (laughs) No, like I want your opinion. Yeah. Just give it to me straight. Yeah.
0: And that's no, listen, that's no shade on any other teacher. Everyone has their style, but she was so refreshing because she just said the shit that was like, did she just say Mars jump room? Like, what the hell is that? (laughs) But I mean, that was, and that was just like one morning on a Monday, you know? But she also got the things done. And other, other people I saw in these sort of spiritual, you know, bulletin board, come do my program things, they would talk about putting together a website for years. And then suddenly she just slaps whatever you know whatever she's like I'm gonna do this thing and she goes and opens a studio in New York and you're like wow she she just did that
1: yeah not and she
0: I mean a lot of people helped yes, her obviously, a lot of people. collaborated
1: yeah but she had she also had the aura and the ability to help all these people and that's the thing like her intention yeah. her heart was so big like all she did and what I saw. In my, from my own perspective and from my own time with her is she would just hold a vision so impossibly big for every single person around her yeah. that like it would be either the greatest invitation of your life or the most terrifying thing ever because, you know, when someone sees you and sees your potential and sees what you're capable of And then holds you to it. Yeah. Like you, like you, you know, better, you could do better. Why, why are you fighting with that? You're still wrestling that thought form. Oh my God. Like move on. You know, things that would keep you trapped for lifetimes incarnations. Um, like you could literally blow past them in one, one moment with
0: her. And sometimes all you needed was like 15 seconds.
1: Oh, totally. Well, she actually, she would say that she, and this is part of like one of the things I loved, which is, she's like, why, why should I charge hourly for things when I can just like, if I can solve the problem in 10 seconds, that's worth more than if I, then it takes me an hour to solve the problem because I'm saving you also the time. But, um, you know, it's, she, man, she was just such a gift.
0: I had a session with her when I first met her. It was like end of 2014, and and so she just she just opened um, Venice. I think it was I don't know. Anyways, so I said, hey, can I can I do a private with you? Just cause I just I you know I just want to get in like pick her brain, man. And she was still doing private sessions and it was like affordable. <laughs> and then later she like raised her price really high, but it was because she said the same thing. She would tell people, you don't, why don't you just come to me after class? Yeah. Come up to the stage after class. Don't, don't pay money. Like just ask me then. And I remember I went up to her about something and I, I said to her, I'm like, I need you for like 30 seconds. And at that point I'd known her, I'd, been there for several years I'd worked out a lot of the stuff whatever but every now and then I get this little this little zinger and I could feel myself start to spiral and I'm like I just can I have you can I have your gaze for like 10 seconds and it was and she was perfect she's like yeah and I told her what was going on and the the best advice she gave me and I give this to people all the time is don't you make a big deal out of this don't you go and make some big fucking drama about what's happening here. This is no big deal.
1: Like some no big deal. own life,
0: something Yeah. Like. There was something going on personally and she's like, "It's not no big deal. Just you know,
1: you know, just do Well, I love the teaching which is there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. Thank God there's nothing Thank wrong God with Thank God there's me. nothing wrong with you. That's yeah. that's a Yogi Bhajan teaching and she would relay that teaching, which is this is a non issue. Yeah. And you're not an issue. Yeah. Thank God there's nothing wrong with me.
0: I think because she had such a largest view and experience and she met a lot of people, she'd seen a lot of things that with, and you know, sometimes with empathy, sometimes with a little edge, she could really position the size of whatever the matter was that you were dealing with.
1: Like this isn't a big deal. Yeah. I remember she would say a lot of times, like you could like, it's all just an, uh, it's like an elevation problem. Like just go higher. Yeah. Just go, just like zoom out, keep zooming out, keep zooming out, go higher. Like you're in like a hot air balloon or something like just go up, 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 up. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, that little thing. That's what I'm freaking out about. Oh my God. Yeah. That's hilarious. I remember that actually. Hilarious. Yeah. She would give that kind of a teaching a lot, and um how do you feel I mean, since she's passed, how do you feel her these days?
0: Um, you know it, here and there hot and cold, you know, like, I would find myself listen- it, it's really about the listening. Because, like, I feel like in a lot of ways for me, I'm only speaking for myself. There's a lot of like, ah, I need help, I need help, someone, you know, prayers, prayers, angels, angels, like that kind of thing if I'm trying, if I'm dealing with some like stupid thing or whatever. And I had this moment recently where there really wasn't anything wrong, but I was worrying about the future that hadn't happened yet. And I was feeling anxiety and uncertainty about the future, which hasn't happened yet. And I know that that's kind of a theme for everyone. It's like everyone's having anxiety about, not everyone, but you know what I mean. We're all pretty uncertain. And if anything, you know, one of the many lessons from her death is you have no idea what's (laughs) going to happen tomorrow. You can have all the money, all the health, all the wealth, and. That you have no idea.
1: And it could be gone in a second.
0: So then this particular spin out, I actually sat and I was like, well, what? Okay, hang on. Would I even take this to her in person? <laughs> Would I go up to her and be like, hey, I'm playing that loop that I've had for the last, you know, thousand years and I'm letting it tell me how my life is and da, 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 da. would I waste her time would I bother her with that and I imagined I just imagined her across from me being like what the fuck am I supposed to do yeah because literally like we're still on earth we're still moving matter and energy through time and space she's not doing that in the physical no she's not so in a way it's like what like what, she, she's like how do you how do you help someone if they can't even properly explain what the problem is yeah <laughs>
1: yeah hmm. how about you i um i mean i i she's very she's always been more of an energy field than anything to me. Yeah. And, um, you know, I never, I never got overly involved personally with her. She was always very clearly my mentor. Yeah. And, um, and she would tell me things that no one else would tell me, which is, all my blind spots and all of the things that, you know, it stings to hear where your blind spots are. And thank God I had someone who could point them out to me, right? whether I agree with them or not. That's yeah. not the point because if someone's perceiving it, then it, that's a blind spot. It yeah. ex- it's somewhere in the energy field of myself. And so I really missed, I've missed that in my life. That sort of like, um, I'm getting like the image of a, like, you know, when a mirror is beaming the sunlight onto something and it's just burning the thing. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, like that light is all of a sudden not on me. Yeah. And I kind of miss it. Yeah. Because like it really focused me and forced me to grow up in ways that I would, could have taken me a really long time to mature. Yeah. And um, I mean, her death, I think has been, has brought me more maturity than anything else that any of her yeah. actual physical teachings could have brought me because, you know, dying at forty-one, that doesn't leave that much time for me, or any for you, if that's the age. Oh right. If that's okay. Oh, I'm,
0: no, I'm on board. Time.
1: <laughs> we all are. Yeah. And um, I'm a hundred and eight. <laughs> yeah. So it's very clarifying and. You know inside of inside of uh, the Tibetan Buddhist teachings, there's four thoughts that you have to contemplate um, in order to even want to practice Dharma yeah. and one of those thoughts is impermanence yeah. and they say without having a real relationship to impermanence and the preciousness of this particular human life, you'll never practice Dharma. You will never get up and do your meditations. You will never put yourself in the rooms with teachers. You will, you just won't because there's no urgency. There's no adrenaline of like, Oh my God, this is such a, a powerful opportunity that I'm finding myself in. And that's, just the greatest gift that she's given me. And yeah. I, I really hope and pray because you and I had a, we talked about this, you know, in the last, definitely the year after she died, I mean, it was, it was acute grief. So, I mean, I just grieved the whole year. It was right. like, <clears throat> you know, I'd be in the grocery store and I'm like, Oh God, I got to get home cause uh-huh. like I'm going to cry or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still honestly to this day can't watch, classes of her like I envy people who are like oh I just take a class with her I'm like I literally go into a depression if I watch classes of her yeah. so I'm not there yet yeah um one day I will be able to do that without like spiraling from it um it's hard because some of those classes I'm in the room it's like ah yeah. it's it's weird it's just a different Totally different experience. No, I'm. In, I'm. I'm. You're in the, in the room. room a lot. I know. It's <laughs> just very. It's, yeah, yeah. something's very bizarre and off about the whole thing. So, um, <sighs> I'm very eager. <laughs> yeah, we all are because we knew we knew we had gold and and we knew that it was precious. And she would say that she's mm-hmm. like, guys, like this isn't like these opportunities don't circle back around. And she wasn't bullshitting. Like yeah. it's true. Yeah. And so anyway, in the last year it's it's still like um, pressurized in terms of my relationship to the impermanence and like that urgency. Yeah. But you and I were even talking about it. It's like, okay, now now we're coming up on two years and it's like, well, when we get further and further away from it, mm-hmm. we become more and more blind yep. and recovered and complacent. Healed, complacent and healed over from it. And the yep. scab sort of forms and we're just go back to, you know, Oh, you know, whenever we can, I'll just, I'll just do it tomorrow. I'll just do it next year. And, you know, so I just pray that as time as chronology progresses, that I don't lose that gift that she gave.
0: Yeah. It's what I was saying to you the other day, which was, you know, I pulled off a lot of crazy shit after she died. And I mean, listen, I was, I was crazy with grief that, that month. Yeah, after she passed. But it wasn't just grief either. It was it was liberation. It was rage. It was ecstasy. It was gratitude. It was love. It was cosmic. It was a co- this this cosmic light code I didn't I would never have even known could existed, exist, yeah. right? And I mean, that's my story about how we moved here to Sedona was driving down the seventeen after one of your retreats, and thinking to myself, Well, this this was about six weeks after she'd passed, and we're all still reeling. Like we don't even know. I look back then and it's like even then I thought I had my shit together, and I'm like, Wow, wow. But it was energy. Yeah. And it was life. Yeah. And it was I don't know if it was because that week, I mean, I sat on that stage with Joanna and Hudman Joe all night. Like, we held a vigil and we, we held that death portal for that week and the weeks after. And I just remember driving down the highway and thinking, okay, well, my teacher and friend and mentor and benefactor died. Like just, and and I hated it. And that was the only word you could use was unprecedented. And I'm like, well, if all this chaos and unprecedented energy is going around and then why can't I do something unprecedented good? And it, it just had this level of bravado to it that wasn't like me, but suddenly I felt like I, something had opened in me that could hold that kind of energy. So in the year, the two years since I found myself playing small in moments, feeling squeamish about taking a chance on something, getting into these patterns of like, Oh, I don't know. I mean, me, 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 me. Right. And I would think to myself, where,
1: where's that bravado? Where's the quote that you put that from yesterday?
0: Oh, the one on Instagram. Yeah. up, but like I was thinking about it when I saw this quote and I was like, Oh, that was the bravado. Mm -hmm. The bravado was it's perspective. What are you so, what are you so scared of?" of? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, this woman, I don't, I don't know her personally. Uh, her name is Lacey is free. She's on Instagram and she posted, um, a story from a hospital chaplain, um most people at the end realize they've spent a lot of their life hiding sometimes by choice or sometimes because they could not safely choose to be themselves and then someone commented um once my it was a doctor once my patient as he was dying told me something like this what was i so afraid of and when i read that it it was like It was just this beautiful reminder where I was like, oh, yeah, that's what got me going. That's what got me taking chances. That's what got me, you know, hysterically driving. Listen, when you're driving down the 10 freeway, blinded by your tears, listening to Arcade Fire, and you just can't, you can't fathom what to do with this feeling. Like, what the, what do you do with this? And you're like, I gotta live my. You gotta live life. it, yeah. You gotta
1: <laughs> live a creative life and one without fear, and one that's that's just not scared. And that's how she was. She was just fearless to a point where it was like, oh my god, like I mean, genuinely, like I'd be scared. I'm like, oh my god, like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. But in her, in her, like, own liberation to her own relationship to fear our, our own fear, our own smallness, our own, it had no place in her presence. It literally would just dissolve because it's like, you can't, you can't be that. No,
0: I, I showed up in her class, her first class and I was just like, you know, face planting wreck. Yeah. And I don't, I don't even remember what we did, but afterward I was like, I have to be in this, I have to be in front of her in this class <laughs> indefinitely. Yeah, you know? I do. Because I, at that time I was in, you know, it was a, it was not a good time for me. It was, well, it was a great time for me because I was having a huge die off transformation, but um, yeah, it, it was, it was, it was really live or die. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to die In this situation, not physically, but like, I have to take, I have got to take on this situation with energy and
1: strength and, and not like a victim mentality. I think that's the thing that I, one of the, I mean, one of the many, many things I loved about her is just the total lack of victim mentality, which is ownership over your life and your destiny and grabbing it yeah. and doing something with it. And at no point being um, just swept away by any tide, No, nope. even your own.
0: You know, it was, I was thinking about, how, I mean, we joke that nobody cares what your transits are. <laughs> nobody cares what your dreams are. Nobody cares what cards you pulled. <laughs> like, but I did have a dream when I was here in Sedona that last, like one of the last mornings before Ian and I headed back to like actually figure out how to move here. And I had a dream that Guru and I were leaning against a pyramid and I'm terrified because we're standing against a pyramid and I'm afraid of heights. I'm not afraid of heights. It's weird anyways. And she looks at me and she's like, Andrea look down. And I looked down and we're like a foot off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> she, and she said, she said, there's nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. And I woke up and it was that, you know, you're in a hotel room, nothing's familiar. And I saw this light flickering. It's like blue orb flickering in front of me. And part of me is like, yep, just, that was just like the smoke alarm. That's all that was. So don't worry about it. Part of me (laughs) says that. But the other thing is like, not You know, not so much being a victim, but shake the times. Don't be shaken by the times. Yeah. Yeah. And like, this is something she talked about with astrology too. You know, everyone's walking around excusing the weirdness in their life because, oh, because Neptune's doing this. It's that, that astro babble. Yeah. Like I had somebody who, you know, they just, they just weren't, they weren't showing up great. And they're like, oh, you know, Mercury retrograde. And I'm like, no, get your shit together. (laughs) <laughs> and something Guru Jagat would teach in those interstellar star courses is it, it wasn't like, this is why something is happening to you. It was, look at this transit that's giving you energy. Opportunity. That's got you, you've got your talents that yes. like, look at this. Yes. It's none of this like, oh, that's why this happened. Yes. It's like, look what you have in your hands. Bingo. That you can go do something with. Yeah. I mean, she, she, I wanted to talk all about like all of the shit going on and she's looking at my chart and she's like, this is gold. She's like, you have Jupiter on your ascendant. (laughs) She's like, that's
1: Lakshman. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that's like, that was her power. She could see that, that, that bigger part of you and like, and your, and your potential. Yep. And so. Like that's exactly the kind of person that you want looking at your chart mm-hmm. and, and st- who's going to point out, Hey, look over here. Stop. Don't worry about what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. It's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It's like you can, you can blow past that Yeah, in one breath, mm-hmm. one recitation of Bohota one recitation of a mantra. This doesn't have to keep you shackled no. for the next 20 years. Like that is so revolutionary to even just say that that's possible, yeah. whether it is or isn't yeah. the fact that someone believes that it is and knows that it is like, she knows it because she's holding that in her yeah. own field of experience of it.
0: Yeah. And she, I mean, I don't know if she ever would, if she ever said it, but it's like, it's almost like, do you want to be healed? Like, oh, absolutely. Do you, you yeah. Know, do you want, listen, do you want to be, Successful and like, do you want that?
1: That I actually, that's the first question that I ask anyone I'm working with who's mm-hmm. going through a health crisis. Yeah. I go, Do you actually want to heal? Yeah. And answer me honestly. Yeah. Cause whatever little voice in your head just said, No, I don't want to heal, we got to deal with that. Yeah. That's, that's going to keep you from doing whatever you're consciously like, Oh, yeah, I want to heal. I want to, do you though? Yeah because if you if you really truly do you will heal you will get through it yeah. on some level or or but then, you know then whatever. you
0: get you get into attachment and like not even realizing you're attached to something or don't not realizing you're attached to a narrative
1: mm-hmm.
0: and honestly that's when the yoga would just do the work for you and you didn't yeah. have to talk about it yeah you know yeah like best therapy like you don't have to talk about it yeah it it did something I don't know what it did. Doesn't like, matter. All those meditations where we come out and she's like, "Now turn to someone and talk, and talk about something about that has nothing to cream. do about meditation or, you know." Yeah, and
1: you're not like sitting there like processing. Like, okay, so I saw the Mother Mary <laughs> and she said this. It's like it's like, hey, so should we get pizza after? I this? know. And I like your dress. Yeah, <laughs> that was always an easy one.
0: You know, gosh, I'm just thinking like that brings it back to. Mm-hmm. I don't know, 2015 Venice Sunday night. She used to teach Sunday night.
1: I love her night classes. Yeah. She's yeah. like a different. Yeah. Yeah. There, she, here's the thing about her that I feel like maybe gets overlooked in the memory is she's actually so subtle, mm-hmm. like behind the sort of like, um, fireworks display of, grand awakening tactics right literally designed to shake you yeah there was this deep heart-centered subtle beauty yeah that you just can't buy fake create it's just and it's like so pure Mm -hmm. and so healing and so genuine and Oh, it's the good stuff. Mm -hmm. It's really like, I don't think I've ever met anyone who has that since.
0: No, I think because she had so many flavors like that, you know, in in one given class, she's shooting jokes. She's telling someone to fix the pose. She's doing this. She's doing that. And then you're in meditation. then all of a sudden, and she's like, and feel Soft,
1: yeah, and then whisper. all of a sudden she's like spitting poetry. Yeah, that she's, like she's, she's like just channeling on the spot, and you're like,
0: "What?" It's like I don't know where we are, but it sure does feel good. All of a sudden, like you're
1: like in Tibet, <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> I'm like high up on some mountain with her, and you're like, "I literally have been looking for this experience." Yeah under every rug of every room I've ever walked into. Yeah. And here you are just giving it to me.
0: Yeah. On just, you know, on a Tuesday. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. Like, I mean, I had one class where it was a Wednesday morning and I was like, wow, I sure am glad I have nothing planned for the rest of this day. Cause yeah. I need, mean, I, I mean, it was profound yeah. to the point where I'm looking around and I'm like, Today. so people just kinda wander in and take a yoga class and just spend fun with the I allies. think everyone yeah, I think everyone's at a just no, everyone, they're in different receiver yes, places. Totally. You know? Totally. Yeah.
1: And there's there's a a mastery too of teaching and transmission that like I just I love the Kundalini teachings. I have mm-hmm. such I cherish them. I love them. They're pure gold. They are one of the most precious things on this planet earth other than than clean water, really. Yeah. And fresh air. And um, the way that she particularly transmitted them, I would actually describe it to some people as like, it was just like a fire hose. Mm -hmm. The way that the, the transmission came through her, you know, when a fire hose is like, you just can't turn the thing off and it's just like, yeah. And it's, or like a fire hydrant that's like open and the thing's just yeah. going yeah. like, that's what a beautiful vehicle she was for her particular way of transmitting them. Yeah, And you just don't find that. No, it's a, it's a, it's a very precious and rare thing. And it's not for everyone, no, it's not. It's not meant to be.
0: No, and I don't think that. I mean, I definitely saw. You just uh, there were just different waves of people that you'd see, and you know, L. A. is very transient too. So it's yeah. like people would just kind of come and go. But when I, when I look back on, those sort of formative years, like the early years when, things were just, starting and crackling and cooking and you know I- i'm getting to know her just getting to know her you know but it was the humor it oh, was
1: god just, she was in on the joke no like
0: the you got to you got to understand like we're in glastonbury okay and we're at the abbey and she decides she wants to guess a tour guide and there's this really cute girl that's you know I don't know she's like a drama major you just know that she's like this is her gig she's in costume and she's just she's putting on the show and I'm like well this is gonna be interesting because you know Gruja gets the star of the show too right so it's not so much dueling divas here but we're all in whites and various levels of turban and head coverings and shawls. And I mean, we're obviously a group, you know, and this, this woman's like, great, you know, I'll, I'll come find you, you know, when it's time to, st- I'm not going to do the accent when it's time to start the tour or whatever. And Gurjung, like, right. But, um, how are you gonna know where to find us? Because we're we we're not blending in, right? And she's like, "Oh well, I'll just I'll oh I'll," and she like used some like fifteenth century like oh, I'll scope out the 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 urine whatever I mean, you know some 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 <laughs> vocabulary. And Jugg it's like, right? But how will you know? where to find us and she's like oh well I'll you know, call the raven and blah 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 <laughs> exactly and you're like oh Uh, and and in a way you can see it's like wow she's not getting the joke (laughs) at all but it was also the self awareness like yeah we're a bunch of well most of us were American but like we're a bunch of kind of weird looking people here at the Abbey we're aware of that we're not taking this too seriously you know but I think this chick was so like locked in her performance and like fourth wall that we were like okay let's just let her have her her method
1: moment (laughs) here (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think everyone needs to laugh more and lighten up. Mm -hmm. And, um, if you're not laughing at the hilarity of this existence, like the universe literally speaks in puns and jokes. Yep. And if you're such a stick in the mud and committed to not laughing at the joke, um, I don't know. I just think you miss out on a lot of the energy and she didn't, she didn't miss a single, no, she didn't miss a single joke. But
0: <laughs> you understand too that it's, I mean, first of all, it is yogic. I mean, the number of meditations we would finish where she'd say, okay, you need to laugh now.
1: Yeah. That's part of the and teaching. We're all part all of like, the Kriyas. Yeah.
0: We're all stuck in this, like, you know, my, my mother's a squid thing and like, <laughs> or whatever, like whatever, like weird, you know, old, tentacle neurosis that you're dealing with you're like but wait a second and she's like you need to laugh and then she would start laughing and man I mean she could like you know how people can just cry on command she could laugh on command and like you're I'm like what the hell is she saying to herself because her laugh would go through like different cycles she'd be like and like down in the yeah. gut. And then suddenly she's bright faced and kind of like rolling around on the <laughs> like like it's almost like you're like wow, she's in some she's, racking she's in some up. Pleiadian stand-up show right yeah. now. Like she's not laughing here, but I mean that's something that I've I've heard from other people even teaching like when I mean when you're when you're in some like money story and like the the suddenly you get the parking ticket and then the uh, the next disaster happens like the, you have to break the spell of taking seriously that quote unquote things are going wrong and the way to break the spell is laughter yeah and she it, it's like it's like when we were doing these kriyas and these meditations yeah we're bringing a lot up and it's like are you going to watch are you going to watch it circle the drain? You got to cut yourself off from that trance.
1: Yeah. And I think one of the things that I miss the most and that I loved so much, I the reality is, is that most people who have gotten themselves physically or virtually into a class, a training or otherwise, they want to be there But there's still like that part of them that's like, "Ah, I should go, I should really be working on this or, you know, there's all these other things that, you know, it takes some convincing almost of the subconscious to, to be like, all right, we're going to meditate now. And she was an absolute master of moving the energy in the room on any given day Mm Mm-hmm. Cause she just walk in and it's like, it's like, all right, so here's where we're at. And she yeah. tells some stories and it would be this beautiful, I mean, it's, it's, it's really a, like a, a hypnotic, um, teaching style for, with good intention to convince everyone to meditate. Right, right, right. Because you're wrestling with your subconscious and a teacher on stage is wrestling with the whole room subconscious. Mm-hmm. And so what I see in all masterful teachers, and she just was really special at this because she was so relatable. Yeah. Is that there's you you like relate to the people, you bring it bring it home to everyone, and then you say why we're gonna do this thing and then you make everyone laugh. And now that like it's like, oh, we're still talking, okay, now we're gonna meditate. Yeah. And then and and it's like it's sort of um it's like you throw the cookie for the dog so right, you can get yeah. the harness on or yeah. you you know I don't know when the 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 doctor's going to do something and they're like cracking a joke and you're like and they're like it's done yeah. you know and you're like really yeah. like oh you took the blood already okay yeah. um and she, that's that's the level of that's that's such a mastery though yeah. and it's very rare because um, it's you don't relate to every teacher. No. And in order to convince yourself to do your practice, there has to be a level of this is relevant to me. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a monk. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm a householder, I'm a woman, I'm a <laughs> young woman. <laughs> And she had. And she would be able to speak to every person in that right. space because it would be a very diverse crowd. And she would make it relevant to all of us. Yeah.
0: And I was going to say, she had so many kind of wisdom streams running oh my God. at all times. Well,
1: she was an obsessive student. I know. Like, she was just constantly learning something, and it would be so obscure. Yeah. Like, cause it was, everything's grounded in the Kundalini practices and her practice and everything. But then she'd be bringing in some Tibetan Buddhism yeah. and she'd bring in the, this, you know, these, uh, whatever teachings and these other teach and, and she would just very esoteric things. And they'd all weave together so beautifully mm-hmm. in her, in her field. Yeah. And, um,
0: No, every class was this mandala. Yeah, and it was it was an ever moving and flowing mandala. It's like it was like a sand painting. Yeah, and you go in, and there's the lecture, and there's the yoga, and there's the meditation. I mean, just from the beginning to the end, it was just this this trip. Yeah, every time,
1: and and you'd leave in a different spot (laughs) than you came. That's for sure. Yeah, every time. Yeah. It was always a better place. Yeah.
0: No, it was always, I always, whatever I went in with was either healed or transformed or at least a little softer. Or
1: irrelevant by or the time irrelevant. you left. Yeah. 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 I mean, isn't that what we're all looking for? And so like in that way, she was just such a gift to all of us who got to experience her in person. Mm-hmm. And I hope that part of the legacy just keeps going on and on because there's many people now who are carrying her teachings and her way in, in their own ways yeah. who have been inspired to step into their dharmic path, their destiny as leaders in their own way. Right. It looks totally different from her. Completely. None of none of us are ever going to. No. No one's trying to be her. No. And that no would be one, ridiculous. And no one can be. No one can and be. And no one wants to be. Nope.
0: Because I see a lot of people really taking their specialties yeah. and really committing to their specialties now and taking them out into the world, which is really... You know, if you just if you just see it as, like, there was just this crazy big bang when she died and then all of these, this scattering of light, really, which was her students and her friends and her family. And, you know, f- I think, I know for me it was, like, it wasn't so much putting pressure on myself to, like, suddenly have to achieve something, but I really did feel... That you know, her death allowed me to take a much closer look at death, yeah, and be faced with it, not go through it myself, obviously, not not share in her experience, but when you're in that
1: bizarre ripple reckoning,
0: yeah, it's. It's, it's, it, it felt like it was, it was baffling. And yet I, the whole time I just knew that it was so much bigger than me. She had been so much bigger than me. And if anything, you know, I, I didn't really have a, an action plan <laughs> in the moment, but it's like what we were saying earlier, that sort of immediacy and urgency and shock of of August twenty twenty one. Um it really did it was like chemotherapy on some bullshit cancer cells that I had been sort of collecting, hmm. if that makes any sense. It might be weird like a weird
1: It's a weird metaphor. It's a weird but metaphor, but I, sorry. I kinda of see what you're saying. But
0: you know, I'm a weird person. But it was like that, you know, if, if there's, like, a sonic boom, you're deaf for a second. Like, it, it blasted out, what I'm trying to say, is it blasted out a lot of weird, stupid, minor shit that I had sort of bumping around my noggin, keeping me from doing things, lying to me about what I was capable of. And so the shock of, of that event made that all irrelevant. Yeah. Cleared that out. And in a way, it was liberating. It was liberating in a way. Everything got extremely big, but it also got extremely small. Yeah.
1: There's nothing more clarifying than losing someone you love. Yeah. And someone who really, really, um, you know, it's, we all lose people mm-hmm. and, and it's inevitable and we kind of know that like we expect to lose people and the, when they're older in their chronology mm-hmm. or family or things like that, like when, when they're older. Yeah. When it's a sudden thing like this and I mean this is someone who I like I said I wanted I wanted just to know her perspective on like what I just want, like give me that um, version of reality. Yeah. Whether I agree with it or not. Yeah. It's interesting. It's uplifting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clarifying. It's making me feel better. Yeah. So I just want that. And then, so when someone goes very suddenly, um, it's really, it's been so heartbreaking and just such a gift that she gave us. Like, I really, really mean it when I say that her death was her greatest teaching that she's given me. And, um, you know, like I, I've done a lot in the last two years, mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. I have no plans of stopping anytime soon. Yeah. And there was a moment, like there's been many moments where people are like, Oh wow. Well, you're just, you know, Oh, you're going to India again. Oh, you're going to do this again. Oh wow. You're going to those teachings. Oh wow. You're going to go do this. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I am. And they're like, they can't understand my urgency. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't have to understand my urgency. My urgency is my mentor died. Yeah, I don't know when my time is going to be up. And the beautiful thing is she gave me many blueprints, many maps, many roads that mm-hmm. are all filled with heart, that are all filled with grace, that are all filled with higher destiny, that are all filled with meaning and purpose and beauty and all that's good in this life. Mm. I'm going to fucking follow those yes. and get to the pots of gold yeah. at every end of every rainbow that she's pointed to. Why would I not? Yeah.
0: Because then it's like, you know, y- you, we meet a lot of people who discovered her after, after. Yeah. Or discovered her, um, you know, virtually and, Oh, I just wish I could have met her in person. i that sort of thing. And I, I think about how I, I just rolled into class every day and I got to just do, and it was, I mean, listen, it was, I was on a mission. I didn't know what it was, but I just knew I had to be in that room and thank God. Right. Thank God I met her when I did. And that's something I say all the time is thank God I met her when
1: I did. There's so much grace and intelligence in the timing of our lives though. Like, all of it. I don't know why or how it all works, but I just know that the timing is always right. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. I trust that.
0: I do too. And I think that like, I mean, I'm able to watch her classes and, and I mean, it's sort of funny cause I'll, like I said, I'll see myself, you know, seven years ago And that's always a fun little (laughs) glimpse, you know. But it's interesting too, because we we talk about our future selves, our past selves, and it's like here's future me, watching you, Andrea, struggle like a little, like a little bug on your back, trying to roll over, literally, in some Korea, doing some bundle (laughs) rolls, rolls, you know. But it's like, it's funny how I think of, the, I step out. I'm like, oh, there's my future self watching my old self. And I can actually send some prayers to that old self who's still, you know, crawling around, whatever. But the, the, the gift of it too is like, you know, you said earlier, how, how do I feel her now? I mean, she gave me a lot while she was alive. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I have notebooks. I have notes that like lots of notebooks from from those courses, and I'll go back. I'll listen to a lecture. It's not the same, no, because I want her hot take. Like, I want to. I want to know now. Like, yeah. Hey, Guru <laughs> Do you want her to review our podcast? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Should we ask her? Will you come on our podcast? Like, she would never. No, but at the same time. That you know, it is frozen in time, and yet the teachings are timeless. And you know, Lila, the fashion slayer, posts all those those reels, and
1: they're really good. I mean, <laughs> well, it's part of the intelligence of the Kundalini teachings itself, yeah. honestly, because but what was what coming I mean, through, yeah, because yeah. what was coming through her is the lineage transmission. And that transmission is the timeless part, right? It's an energy field and she was tapped into it. And when we're tapped into it, we're going to hear exactly what we need to hear when we need to hear it. Right. We're going to get the exact kriya We need the exact moment we need it. And so in those posts and things, anything that pops up on Instagram, anything of her likeness, it's just, it's like another, it's just another, um, transmission.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think too that, um, you know, tuning into all of it now when, you know, obviously I can't have her now giving the hot take, but if I imagine her,
1: it's not hard. Let's talk about how, when we're in India, And we're having fun and we're going to teachings and we're doing all this stuff. She's in dreams. We hear her voice. We hear her laugh. Like Mm. we'll get these like sort of visitations and we're not trying to be all weird about it. Okay. So no one get all weird. We're not (laughs) trying to channel her. We're not trying to be her. We're just having a good time and we're doing things that she would love.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's in those moments that we feel her the most when we're complaining. Yes, exactly. And we're bitching yeah. and we're, you know, whatever, you know, procrastinating our practices and stuff. She's not. She's not going to hang out with no, us. Why then. would you <laughs> want it? Why would
0: you want to like? Oh, let's see what's stuck. T- oh, she's complaining. I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you? Yeah. It, it, in a way, it's it's not so much as like attracts like, but there is part of me that. And this goes for anyone that's passed where you feel like you have an opportunity to carry on a legacy, be it, you know, oh, I'm going to teach some of these teachings that she taught or, oh, she really encouraged me to write. So I'm going to go yeah, do that. There's or, a lot of people oh, finishing
1: their books now. So many
0: people were in, like, she she was so goddamn generous, showcasing people, inviting Constantly. them up on the stage. like constantly she would promote my retreat she Who did does it, that she did like she was yeah. big enough
1: for all of it that's like oh and what a what a gift
0: no what not not even what a gift but like what uh because in doing that in giving that person the gift that person then gives a huge gift yeah. of whatever they've been cooking inside of them that they were like, I don't know if it's good enough or I don't know if I should do this. And she, put, she literally will push them on the stage. I mean, there was a aquarium business training and we're all just, you know, in the room and she's about to break for lunch. And she's like, okay, so that's that session. Um, in about 10 minutes, Andrew's going to come up and give a talk on crystals during lunch. And I'm like, I am. <laughs> say what now
1: <laughs> coming
0: up? Like, it, and it was, it, it was just hilarious. Cause it's she amazing. looks, she can, and you know
1: what? And she knows that you're putting, she, that she, she, and knows. she,
0: she yeah. knows that if she had brought it up, I would have overthought it. You would have it overthought it. Roll. You would have ruined it. It's literally like, and go roll, you know? And then <laughs> not only that though, she gets up and goes like, I'm like, Hey, um, by the, and she's like, okay, have fun. Bye. And she's out the door. <laughs> And I I mean, and I gave, I, I, I was like, all right, well, what do you got? So I went up and I did it and, um, and it was great. Yeah. It was perfect. It was unrehearsed. It was, and she, what she did for me, what she saw in me, I would never, I would never have come up with that on my own. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just, I will always owe her. A debt of gratitude for everything she did for me through and through. Likewise. And I know a lot of other people feel the same way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there's more, way more people who feel that way in this world about what she gave them than anything. Yeah. She did. And I know that. I know (laughs) that with every piece of me.
0: Yeah. I mean, people, as will happen in a state of crisis, people came together but I mean like I said it was like the scattering of light but it was a gathering of light too in those weeks and you know I had a I had opportunity to meet a lot of people and to be seen by a lot of people by how I participated in in the events following her death and it was a lot of you don't know me but I've been watching Guru Jagat for years and years and I mean I don't think she even knew how many people
1: she No touched. and that's, that's part of the teaching and she would always she always taught with that perspective which is there are countless known and unknown yeah. who need these teachings who need these practices and there's nothing dogmatic about it no. it's like do you have are you thirsty do you have water yeah. drink the water Oh, now you're not thirsty. Like that's the level that these teachings give to people where it's like, they're literally starving Mm -hmm. and you have some food, just eat the food and you feel better and your life is better. And now you're a better parent and you're a better coworker and you're happier Mm -hmm. and you're able to live your life better. And like, maybe then you even take it to the next level. You can create things and Mm -hmm. be of service and Mm -hmm. actually be a a real crystalline light in this world, in this world, in this world, not in a mountain somewhere in this world. That's well, and
0: not often some never, never land either. Like, you know, we talk about legacy You know, when you were mentioning, you know, I'm going, why, why wouldn't I go to India? And it's like what we were saying in another episode, like, who am I not to do these things?
1: Like, God, I mean. I know. No, we've literally been given this huge gift.
0: We're
1: alive. We met, we've met teachers. We've met real teachings. We've met Dharma on so many levels for us to blow it (laughs) is like. That's on us. No. Like, that's a reckoning I'm not going to be dealing with. It's like, good. I don't know anyone else. Like, you've met the, you've met teachings, you've met teachers, and you go back to sleepy sleeps. Have fun. I'm I'm not. Or you reject this. You reject it. I got it. Like, <laughs> you have to recognize gold in this yeah. life. And when you recognize it, you have to. Do something about it, yeah. and it's your job. That's how I'm starting this episode. You have to request the teachings. You have to put the you have to put the ask in, mm-hmm. and it's on you, the teacher. The Buddha he sat at the edge of the forest. Mm-hmm. So when you're ready to go, you yes. got to go find him. Yes, and you got to go ask for the teachings, and you have to make yes. offerings for the teachings, and sincere supplications and requests and that's not like that because when you do that, you understand the preciousness of it.
0: What was the teaching Taisitu gave about the edge of the forest? Did you just tell the story? Guru told the story. We, yes. got, we got the transmission about yes. this,
1: about the, about the Buddha's first teachings yeah. and that was the edge of the, that forest. was it. He said, I'll be at the edge of the forest. edge of the forest. Yeah. And that I'll was wait for you at the edge of the forest, yeah. not deep inside of it, but nope. at the edge of it. So yeah. when you're ready, you, you, you know,
0: which is also so, it's such a beautiful visual too, because it's the edge of the forest. It's that liminal space. It's the in-between. And, you know, I think of the many times she escorted us into the liminal spaces in those, in her teachings, and her meditations. And I don't know, I'm just personally grateful to be reminded of of what it is to be alive in the world and to be able to move through the time and space, I, I still get to do that. you know, it all stopped on August 1st. yeah and now it's like it's not so much like did you learn anything? but it's like don't forget that's there's, there's
1: so much preciousness that she gave us in in this whole time period and that's like again going back to my prayer really sincerely pray that I never lose that urgency in that relationship um because I can to impermanence because I can meditate on impermanence all I want I directly experienced it I know I know Mm -hmm. it I do not need to concoct it or like overthink it it just is. Okay, so here's the here's the um teaching from, mm. from Guru Vajradhara. These are from my notes from uh from some teachings with him. He says, um, for the Buddha it took six weeks, uh seven weeks before a request came for teachings. And then um and then there was silence. So he says that so the Buddha said, I will say nothing, I will stay silent, and I will remain at the edge of the forest. Yeah. And I think he said something else, but I may not have gotten it down. But in the in those four things that he said, and the fourth thing, I don't know what it is. Sorry. I'll look at my notes. When I get home. Um I'm not I'm not perfect. Um he taught the entire sacred dharma in that moment, even though he said, I'm not going to teach. Yeah. That was the teaching in itself. Um and then In the silence, that's also uh, teaching because there's, we do so many things unnecessarily. There's um, physically, like body silence can bring a lot of uh, power. So there's like discipline and so many unnecessary things that we do physically. And then speech silence saying unnecessary things, um, even for us, like talking alone Mm talking to ourselves and most of the problems in the world come from talking. Hmm. And so when you're alone, you take care of your mind and when you're with people, you take care of your mouth. That's <laughs> what, that's what said.
0: So uh, we're not technically alone. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and a, a mind full of thoughts is not a silent mind. And the intention is to have clear rice soup, like a mind like clear rice soup, mm-hmm. not all the spice and sour. A clear mm-hmm. mind is very important. So, um, anyway, remain at the edge of the forest and woods. He did not say he will disappear or abandon us mm. until the people are ready to hear his teachings. When people can listen, when people request the teaching. So when people request it, that's how that's one of the indicators that the person's ready to receive the teaching. Yeah. And the people can find him at the edge of the woods. And um, now 26,000 years later, we can hear his words today because the request was made. Yeah. And um, Guru Jagat made no shortage of requests in her life for teachings on our behalf. Like we're benefiting from everyone before us who have requested teachings and we're in one of the most incalculable ways benefiting from all of her requests for teachings, for teachers, for um, precious transmissions that then she was able to get to us. And this is, I think, I think one of the most inspiring things that I would like to just relay to everyone is that every single person listening to this, you all have something really, 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 really powerful to teach and to transmit and to give. And it has to come from you. It can't come from someone else. Because there are people who can only hear it from you. At the time in my life when I received teachings from her, it could only come from her. Yeah, I was not prepared for it. Now I can receive some pretty great teachings from really incredible people. And part of that is because of her. Yeah. Actually, it's all because of her. Yeah. I could not have...
0: No, I mean, look, we're we're pretty self-aware, you and I. Are we? (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) Until we need her to come and point out our blind spots. But, you know, we are the sum of all our parts. And the person you see when you meet me or you talk to me, I'm the sum of all my experiences. I'm the sum of all my, the good, the bad, whatever. Everything I've gone through is why I present as I am now, which hopefully is, you know, reasonably graceful, let's just say. But it really, if you were to make a little pie chart, there would be a lot of triangles that were dedicated to Guru Jagat. Yeah. Because, I mean, I met her. I was almost 40, I guess, when I met her. And I mean, we're talking that many years of just patterns and loops and neuroses and weaknesses and playing small. And in a few short years, I feel like I accelerated in the best way for myself. I'm really happy. Yeah. And I cannot imagine, I cannot imagine who I would be if I had not met her if I not if I had not said yes, I mean, I think of, I, I told about this back in another episode, if I hadn't just gone to Glastonbury, you know, yeah. thank God I just, I just did it. Yeah. And, you know, we talked a little bit about the whole Aries North node and don't be reckless. It's calculated risks. You know, there's calculated risks, I think, to take with your life. And... When, when you just sort of step back and like you said, go high and make it all really small, you know, did you really spend that much time sweating that thing? Yeah. What, what, what?
1: what Let me put it this way. I like looking back on it all with her. My God, I would have paid a hundred times what I paid her. You know what I mean? Like I would have paid, you know, all the trips, all the things like, you know, cost money to get into programs and rooms and do things. And that's part of the calculated risk is like, well, how am I going to budget my time and my resources and all of that? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So nothing's wasted. That's for sure. Um, Is there anything else that we want to say here?
0: I mean, we'll always talk about her. We'll always reference her. And this is a moment, I think, that... This is a moment that, in, at least in terms of calendar time, holds a really deep resonance for many of us. I remember on her birthday... Someone very close to her had just passed away, and she was teaching a class, and she got on the stage, and, you know, it's one of those things where it's like she's a certain persona, and she's a human fucking being having a human life, and I think we're all just kind of watching, like, is she going to say something? And she just leaned into the mic, and she said, it was the best of times it was the worst of times <laughs> <laughs> and then she repeated it that night at her dinner which is in the movie the the memorial movie of her and she's all red faced and laughing and i just
1: she could hold the she dance. could, she could hold, hold the dance she could of hold, it she could hold the polarity she could hold the polarity that's a yogi you know
0: and i think a lot of us did that week too cuz we yeah. were like laughing hysterically sobbing hysterically i mean yeah. we were we were grieving someone we loved very
1: much who left one of the most positive and powerful impacts on this entire earthly realm and who knows what other realms really. And, um, we're only, it's the unknowable layer of, positive impact that she created yeah is just infinite and massive and matters and everyone like I, I I think every single person on this earth benefits from that yeah um
0: every every good decision I make
1: can be traced to her
0: well <laughs> you know
1: a little bit hard to say right like it's a little no listen I if she hadn't decided to open a studio in New York I remember sitting in the studio in New York on their like second anniversary or something and they're like bringing out the cake and stuff and I just like start crying because I'm like oh my god if she didn't have the balls to open a studio in New York City which who does that first of all that's a lot of work it's a lot of work. You have to really believe oh, I know. in what you're doing and care about what you're doing. And it, it's definitely not for money. You get what I mean? Like yeah. this is, this is a, a Dharmic project Yeah, and she did it. Yeah. And because she did that, then I was able to come in contact with her and those teachings through her because I was in New York at the time. I I wasn't going out to LA, please. I was a New Yorker. (laughs) And, and then like, then I just felt into it because I had opened a studio in Westchester and I was, I had all these people and and then they were affecting all these people. And I just saw this, like this huge tree diagram, like where she's at the top of it. I mean, there's others above her, of course, Mm -hmm. because that's where the lineage is and all of it. But it's like all the people in this room, Right now are being impacted in a very positive, healing, healthy way from yeah. her. They're then gonna go into their spheres of influence and then those people go into their spheres of influence. And and it's just that ripple, that cascade is just so vast. Yeah. And I mean, talk about a life well lived. Is that is that not the prayer that no, like it's, it's- you know, at least while you're here, you do some good.
0: And she had a good time.
1: Have a good time.
0: <laughs> she had a good Why time. Why not? Why not? More is more.
1: More is more.
0: I mean, look, I knew, I knew I was on some batshit train when I got to Glastonbury early, and we, we were trying to—I I don't know—we all somehow managed to meet up. And she comes busting into that one Italian restaurant that's in the center of Glastonbury Village. And they've just been um, tracking crop circles. And they've met a guy who's going to be our guide, Cosmic Ricardo. And, I mean, they're just off the wall. Yeah, they they're be, having they, a good time. And it's like, fuck yeah, man. Like, Why not? Who, like, You can go and hop a bus and like listen to a tour guide. Or... Ooh, you Or... or you could go meditate in the crop circle. Because why not? Go We're on Earth. <laughs> go have this unchartered adventure. Yeah. And that was like, why? <laughs> there wasn't anyone else who was going to do that. Nope. And there are people that do, they're starting to catch on, I think. Hey, let's go book a flight back to Delhi and get this empowerment. And then we'll take this flight back to Dharmasala so we can it's meet no the Lama. it's like commuting listen it's just you know it's a hotel room but it's like I mean I got to experience it a lot with the crystals I mean her ridiculousness she I was at some place I was at a place shopping for things and I think I posted a story that she happened to see and she calls me <laughs> And she's leaving these voice notes, and she's like, hey, um, we're in Boston. It's kind of a shit show. There's, like, snow everywhere. But um, can you send me a photo of those towers? Like, how tall are they? Can you measure them for me? Shabit Preet, turn left. Um, <laughs> just if you get a chance. And she's, like, about to go talk at Harvard or something. And, and, and I'm like, you know, if this isn't – should I see if I can find that?
1: You might have the voice
0: note? I think I might. Oh, special treat for our listeners. Oh my God. No, it, but this is, this was, this was the kind of adventure that this uptight East Coast girl needed to fucking shake up her life. Yes.
1: Yes. And, um, it's a, it's a form of teaching that creates awakening through shock value. Yes. Through, um, multidimensionality through not being pigeonholed and when you don't know what's going to come next you have to stay alert you have to stay aware and because that's how she lived her life it was always easy to feel very present and very aware
0: well and like you know realms upon realms yeah On earth.
1: On earth.
0: Like realms upon
1: realms. There was one time she said it and I've used it since. She's like, I don't need to take anything. (laughs) She's like, I'm here for the, the, what it was? She said the sober. It's like, it's like reality is trippy enough. Mm -hmm. I want hardcore. I'm here for hardcore sobriety. That's what it is. Something like that. So the paraphrase is. Reality's trippy enough. I'm here for hardcore sobriety.
0: Okay, I found so like it. that's that's
1: that's like a revolutionary type of perspective. Wait, hang, I'm gonna see if this is the right one. So you keep talking. Oh my god! Everyone's like listening in the background. I <laughs>
0: hear. Wait, okay. I think this is it. I'm just driving on my way to Boston. Actually, it's kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you found All it. I right, found it. Here we go. Hey, I'm just driving on my way to Boston actually. It's been a shit show with the travel and the winter storm. Um how big is the Naga? And um are the two Rose Quartz crystal points are different sizes, correct?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We needed that.
0: I mean, this was this this was a woman
1: who fearless like shame like the just the shameless like the the like I want that I can have that it's yeah. no big deal like like give I, how big is the I have naga? a minute I'm in the car I have let a me, minute let like- me shop the crystals <laughs> like
0: yeah yeah but it's also like the amount of things she could get done in oh my a god day and would get done I mean I have a post-it that is embarrassing. It's like, buy the dog crate, file the sales tax, my- <laughs> get...
1: And we're like crippled by our like I three cr- things to crippled.
0: do. <laughs> we're like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go to Bikram. Like I don't the, know what to do. Like, the other day when you asked me my victories,
1: I was like, it's embarrassing. Yeah, you're like, I showered today. Oh my- <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I, listen, I washed my hair today. It's a victory. But that's, that... Yeah. She was able to hold that. And what she lived, what she lived and accomplished and did in one lifetime, we would all be very lucky to accomplish in 50 lifetimes. So that's, I know that I can say that with total certainty.
0: The the, the positive impact she had on strangers, students, and then you know, second generation, (laughs) you know, people's, you know, the impact she had on my marriage being a better marriage because I'm showing up as a better person with less bullshit. And, you know, it was, it's the kind of thing where that may we all, may we all, not at that level, not at that wattage necessarily, but may we all have a positive impact that spiderwebs its way all through around all the
1: realms, through all, all the, the dimensions, realms. through all our relationships. And may
0: we, may we take what it takes yeah. to clean off the glass.
1: Yeah. And, and like show up with that responsibility and show up, show up with that, um, that grace of carrying that load And it's that we can do that.
0: Absolutely. That we're here
1: to do that. (laughs) That we came back here to do that. That
0: we came back here to do that. And
1: remember that that's what we're here to do. Not to do some.
0: It really is. It's funny. I just got this picture of like, you know, a soccer game or a football game. And like when she died, it's like they blew a whistle and it's like, okay. And it's like time stopped. And remember why you're here. Remember what you came to do. Remember that this is... Do you remember now? I think I remember... I remember a ferocity to get back here, to get in here. I remember that.
1: I don't think we'd be here without that previous prayer. No. You know, there's not... um, Even... Guru Vajradara Taisitu Situ Rinpoche talks about like, don't like, he's like, he's like, I can't tell you your past life. Just calm down. Like, uh, you know, people ask, ask him because various reasons and he's like, I don't even remember my past life. Yeah. He's like, you know, and anyone going around to claim their past life, not, not great. But if you want to know your past life, look at your present life, look at where you are right now.
0: Well, it's like you said, you know, most people can't even handle their present life. I mean, she probably said that too. Like yeah, most she people that can't all the handle their present life. Why are you going digging around your past yeah. lives? I mean, I think I told you that I was part of this. this there's this like, there's this bumper, there's this like bumper sticker going around, not going around, but like, remember who you are. And it's like, I'm not against that because I think it's, if if you remember who you are as a perfect whole, miraculous Human being having a miraculous incarnation. Yeah. I'm more interested in discovering who you are. And the only way to discover who you are is to have some experiences, like you were saying in another episode, like the rub, like getting in there and living as much as you can, as much as you're willing to. And you know, it's just it's don't even, waste the precious life. Don't waste the precious life, and don't go making up these limiting conditions and beliefs. Like that's a that's something I will always I will always wrestle with. It's very easy for me to get complacent, sit back, and say, "Oh, I don't know." You're not gonna know.
1: always wrestle with it. I think we're gonna just leave it here. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, there's no complacency. We don't. We're in a whole new realm yeah. and 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 every day is new every moment is new and you know i think what we just have to do and one of the things that we should all consider very strongly after this episode is what are you praying for what where, where are you what's the directional flow of your life and your future incarnations if that's your inclination to believe i i certainly believe that I think that it's very good to pray to keep meeting teachers like this mm. and guides like this, because God bless the guides. yeah Without them, we would be lost. yeah and and bless the teachers bless that's what I mean. The teachers, the guides that's not yeah. I don't mean like the star right. guides. Yes, yes I don't mean yes. I mean I mean like literally yeah. like these are the guides on your path on earth and you have to set very, very powerful prayers to keep encountering them. We talked to Jetsunma Tenzin Palmo about mm-hmm. this. And she said you have to make those aspirational prayers all the time. Yeah. That you get to that in few fu- may in all of your future lives may you meet the Dharma, may you meet real teachers, genuine teachers who put you on your path, who help you encounter real teachings. Yeah and um if you're listening to this episode that's part of your path. Yeah. You wouldn't hear this message otherwise.
0: And if you're not you know, look back on teachers that you've had in your in your life that had an impact on you. Whether, you know, muggles or or, you know, yeah. the, the the English teacher that happened to make the comment or or whatever. I mean, we've had practice. Yeah. We've had practice with teachers that teachers we resonate with, teachers we don't, teachers that challenged us, teachers that, you know, gave us a little extra credit because <laughs> whatever. But I mean, we, we both come from your mother's a teacher. My Both of my parents yeah. are teachers. And, and it's like, family. that's a whole, listen, we have this joke about Jim Walker because Anytime you're in Dedham, Massachusetts, he's going to run into a former student. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, Your father. Hey. My father. Yeah. Oh, no hey, one that How's is. it going? Da, 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 da. Who is that? Oh, a former student. I mean, he taught for 40 years. Yeah. So like, chances are he he's sat the in the his kid. classroom at yeah. some point. I've had so many people yeah. near and far say to me what, how my dad changed their life and yeah. just some whatever. Passing comment. And,
1: and this is it though. This is where every one of you listening is a leader or a teacher in your own way. Mm-hmm. And you're not trying to guide the whole world or, you're save, not, people or save people or heal. Or heal. <laughs> yeah. Like you're just, if you're able to point in a direction mm-hmm. that might help one of them, mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. That's what you give them. Yep. Someone's asking you for directions on the street and you have the directions. You just tell them, Oh, it's just down there. Yeah. You're, you're actually, it's literally around the corner. You're standing in front of it. Actually, you're practically there. You're practically <laughs> there. And sometimes that's all, that's all someone needs. Yeah. And so maybe we all be blessed to continue to meet really wonderful teachers. Like Guru Jagat. Um, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for being a Dharma sister in this. And she brought us together. I was
0: just going to say.
1: Thank God for Rama New York. (laughs) Um,
0: Thank God she got me to sell crystals. So I got myself to New York after 16 years. And
1: yeah, had adventures. No, I mean, talk about an impact. Yeah. This is is the real deal. And um, that's it. Yeah, and the real ones know that, and that's all that matters. That's
0: all that like. If you know, you know. If you know,
1: you know, and if you don't, I'm really, really sorry. Yeah, I'm truly, deeply sorry. I wish you could have met her. I wish you could have met her. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so we'll wrap up here for this episode. If you like it, please share it. If you don't like it, don't share it. (laughs) Um. Please give us a review if you like it. If you like it, yeah, five star (laughs) reviews very appreciated. And we just hope that this, I mean, I, I just want to say that it's impossible to do any justice to her life or legacy or impact. And so, um, we did our best to even capture an ounce of it. And I just hope that whatever we said was very helpful for others who are still processing, grieving, moving forward in their lives without her. And, um, this one's for you guys. This goes out to you that's who this is intended for. Um, and may, may it fall on the right ears.
0: Yeah. And we, we aren't employees of anyone. We're not, we're
1: not her. We're just two
0: yogis who met and created
1: an incredible discovered
0: a friendship. And, um, and we share that and we share, we share that with all of you. And, um, we loved her and we know that you loved her too satnam i think that matching would be better for what i'm thinking those would be for but maybe i would take two matching and the small one is or the smaller one as well yes let's get the naga and um do whatever you think with the crystal points or anything else you see i trust you um i just uh, want to continue to build the the energy field, the collection. Okay, thank you, Andrea. Can't wait to see you in New York. Um, we'll say hi to your hometown for you.